Welcome to the Compounding Center Connections, where we talk about different health conditions with our partner practitioners. I'm your host, Jay Gill, from the owner, the owner and a compounding pharmacist from the Compounding Center in Leesburg, Virginia. At the Compounding Center, we collaborate with practitioners, create custom compounds to make our patients get better. In today's episode, uh, I have Dr. Theodore Kim from Algae Partners of Northern Virginia, located in Chantilly, Virginia. Um, today, we're gonna discuss about oral immunotherapy, but before we start, Dr. Kim, could you introduce yourself to the listeners and the viewers? Sure, hello, uh, good morning, Jay. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, my name is Theodore Kim. Uh, I'm an allergy immunologist at uh, Northern Virginia. Uh, our office is located in Chantilly, Virginia, and uh, we practice uh, full-time allergy, uh, asthma, immunology patients, and um, also offer uh, what the topic of today is called full oral immunotherapy. Thank you. Thank you. So let's just dive right into it. Uh, so Dr. Kim, um, you know, we have made certain medications, compounding some medications for your patients, and one of the most interesting ones is uh, oral immunotherapy. Could you tell to our listeners what is oral immunotherapy? Sure. Uh, oral immunotherapy is a uh, is a desensitization process where food is given in small amounts in increasing doses to increase patients' threshold of activity. Okay. So remember, it's not a cure for food allergy. We can provide real and substantial protection from a life-threatening anaphylaxis, anaphylactic reaction. So currently, the standard of care for food allergy is avoidance. Okay? And so the treatment of accidental exposure, ingestion of peanuts, for example, uh, the treatment of epinephrine is anxiety-provoking and perceived by patients' family as quite challenging. And so quality of life is significantly affected. And so... To give you an example, uh, one study when a patient was diagnosed with peanut allergy, at five years follow-up, 58% of those patients had accidental ingestion of peanuts. And at 10-year follow-up, 75% of those patients have accidentally ingested peanuts. And so the main goal is to have a normal life where you can enjoy going to restaurants, baseball games. Um, without having to open their parties, without having to worry about access to ingesting peanuts. And so this is quite effective. And uh, OIT has been around for many years, past decade with robust studies in research academic centers. And recently the OIT among private allergists has expanded for several years. But still it's, uh, the availability is limited due to distance. And uh, so uh, at this point, the OIT is not currently a standard of care yet, but I think it will be very soon. So, um, uh, you know, for our listeners and viewers, um, you are, I know for, uh, we make a lot of uh, peanut capsules uh, for your practice, for your patients, and you're an expert at this peanut protocol that you have. Um, and essentially, you're trying to um, desensitize a child or a person that has peanut allergy in small increment, increments, micro, uh, micro amounts, and then increase to uh, those uh, peanut protein allergens 
that cause the allergy in higher amounts until a certain point. Um, now, isn't there a recently, wasn't there an FDA approved uh, uh, drug, uh, palforgia, uh, that's, uh, that's also uh, about uh, regarding the peanut uh, immunotherapy? Yes, yes, there is. And so um, uh, the palforgia has been uh, approved by the FDA for uh, to decrease, uh, in, to increase uh, threshold reactivity in peanut allergy patients in January 2020. And um, these are essentially, uh, these are a highly purified proteins in capsule form. Yeah? And the protocols are very similar to what we do uh, with our peanut flowers and actual peanuts. Um, but uh, those are, um, the di main difference is at the end of the maintenance dose, which I'll go over in a few minutes, uh, the, the stages. Um, the Paphosia one capsule is about equal to a bit over a peanut a day, and that's their maintenance dose. Uh, the full OIT that we provide and other private practitioners provide can go up to eight peanuts a day, typically. Um, so that's the main difference. Gotcha. So if a parent um, was to consider this therapy for their child, um, you know, I'll, they know that the child is allergic to peanuts. Um, and starting on this therapy, are there any side effects, any concerns? Yeah, so yes. So first of all, um, the ORT is developed for uh, peanut allergic patients who typically are four years and up. And so uh, there are other allergists who have provided food ORT to younger patients, but uh, four years is a, a age we use. Uh, and the main reason is so that uh, a child can be able to, child is able to communicate to us if they're having any reaction. And okay. so, and four is enough, and typically. So um, uh, this is not for everybody, of course, but uh, the basic uh, main criteria is if you have truly uh, peanut allergy, then you qualify for this treatment. Uh, you were talking about side effects, or perhaps, uh, you know, what are the risks associated with this, starting this therapy? And so um, the risk uh, of uh, developing anaphylactic to this uh, the program is actually quite low, okay? And so one thing you're about is anaphylaxis because what we are giving you is what you're allergic to, right? And to desensitize. And so um, uh, one study showed that doing, those are two phases actually. We'll actually go back to the phases first before talking okay. about side effects and risks. Um, let's talk about the, the, the protocol. So you come in day one uh, and spend about three to four hours uh, increasing in microgram to milligrams of food protein every 15 minutes, okay? After the last dose of that uh, uh, dose that day, go home on that dose on a daily basis uh, at home, okay? Okay. For example, peanut, two milligrams of peanut protein, typically. Then you ingest those at home every day. Then you come back in two weeks to updose, okay? So updose to four milligrams, for example. And then uh, you, you um, observe for 45 minutes, then you go home on that dose for two weeks. So every two weeks you, you're coming in for the updosing. Okay? This takes about 10 months typically. Okay? Um, and after the 10 month period, uh, you will hit what's called maintenance dose. And that's the, dose, the last dose you'll be taking. And we've been on the maintenance dose at home on a regular basis indefinitely. So we've been on, for example, peanut uh, uh, YT program, uh, you'll end up in eight grams a day of peanuts. 
that's a, a eight large peanuts a day. Okay, and so then you have maintenance dose, and that has to be maintained to be protected from uh, anaphylaxis due to accent to exposure. Uh, you can do a further challenges, and most kids can uh, uh, patients can eat uh, eat peanuts freely on top of eight grams a day. Yeah. And so that's kind of the protocol uh, you're looking at. Um, in studies, you can look back at, at the studies in terms of how often the anaphylaxis occur. One study showed that per thousand doses, now patients are dosing on, dosing on a daily basis. And so thousand doses, that's this group of patients really, you know, in, a, in, a, in the center. Uh, yeah, 0 0.7 chance of using epinephrine due to anaphylaxis per thousand doses. This is very uncommon to have anaphylaxis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, during maintenance phase, that number becomes 0.2 of 1,000 doses. So, anaphylaxis um, are quite uncommon. Now, side effects do occur, okay? and these are local side effects as you ingest the, the, the peanuts, for example. There's abdominal side effects, GI side effects can occur 10 to 20 percent of the time. So, those not a those are not an anaphylactic reaction but it's a side effect due to ingestion of peanuts. Um, and those can be uh, mitigated through various um, uh, you know, treatments. Yeah? Most kids can get through it without problems. Another side effect risk is that uh, across all across the board of peanut, tree nuts, milk, egg, wheat, soy, uh, through a meta-analysis, meta 2.7% of patients who undergo OIT can develop what's called eosinophilic esophagitis. And that is an inflammation of the esophagus causing uh, vomiting, projectile vomiting, and abdominal pain, and so forth. Okay. So those can occur. And if those occur, then that's the reason to stop the OIT. Those are the main side effects. OK. So uh, a couple things. That, uh, is it um, adults can go through this therapy too, right? Or um, like late, or is it just usually kids? Usually kids. Kids do well, but adults, uh, it's not contraindication for adults. Uh, we talk okay. adults, they wish to go through the program, but majority are uh, 17 and under. Gotcha. Okay. Now, uh, that's pretty interesting that for the maintenance dose, they, for the rest of their life, are on eight peanuts or more. Um, so, um, so that's, uh, I did not know that myself. Hmm. And uh, one of my questions was, how long is a the therapy? But it's practically indefinitely that you have to be on this maintenance dose of eight peanuts, right? Uh, as of now, yes, I would have to say indefinite. However, um, after um, uh, on a periodic follow-ups, six month uh, annual follow-ups, we do look at the numbers, the, uh, the test numbers for peanuts or other foods. And then if those numbers go down, um, uh, we can find out whether a patient has, quote, cured or outgrown. And that term we use uh, is called sustained unresponsiveness. It's a term the allergists use. So that uh, once the numbers are low enough that perhaps they may be outgrowing it or no longer allergic, uh, we can do a challenge after a period of um, avoiding peanuts for one or two months. Then when you re-challenge them, uh, if they pass, then uh, we consider them to have uh, sustained unresponsiveness.
happens. And there's, uh, there's effectively a term we use. Uh, we can't truly use cure, because it's not really a total cure, but uh, this can be done uh, each year as we go through the process. Gotcha. So uh, Dr. Kim, now uh, this protocol that you have used, uh, could you share with us like how long you've used it and uh, like what's the success uh, in a rate and you know, are there any failures also? Yes, yes. So as I mentioned, the risk of anaphylaxis is quite uncommon. However, on the, if you look at the studies uh, of OIT you know, across, all the, across all the food, that has been done, such as eggs, milk, tree nuts, soy, and others. Uh, approximately 85% make it through. They're successfully desensitized. Um, uh, the 10 to 50% of patients who do not go through, they drop out due to mostly due to side effects, the dominant GI side effects. Um, and also, along the way, there's aversion to the, the peanuts. As they ingest the peanuts on a daily basis, uh, they may have issues with taste and so forth. And so, but 85% of the 90% probably go through the process uh, through the desensitization program. Uh, uh, Dr. Kim, uh, is there, can you share like a, uh, a success story with a child? So, you know, how uh, the child's life has changed and the parents too. Can you share a success story without sharing the names or anything like that? Of course, uh, yeah, absolutely. And you know, you have a um, uh, you know ten-year-old patient. Uh, any pick any between five and ten-year-old uh, patient comes in um, who has had anaphylaxis due to accidental exposure in the past. And so uh, you go to a party, ingest uh, some uh, treats or goodies, and, think, and uh, notice that you ingested peanuts, develop anaphylactic reactions, have to have EpiPen. Uh, you know. And go to the emergency room for further evaluation uh, and for observation. And so uh, the avoiding, avoidance of food is actually quite challenging for families. You cannot have a normal life. You cannot go to restaurants uh, freely. Uh, you cannot go to baseball games, parties. If you go to birthday parties, you have to bring your own cake because uh, you cannot eat the uh, cake from the, from the families hosting the party. And so their life is quite limited and it's very highly anxiety producing uh, uh, to, uh, you know, to go through their you know, their life where they always worry about uh, accidental exposure to peanuts. And so they come in, uh, you go through the process. Uh, I, I do screen patients. It's not for everybody. Um, and so we talk with the patients and parents and, and uh, talk about all the goal of immunotherapy, what's involved. And, um, and once you start, uh, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty successful because, because we're giving peanut protein in a controlled fashion that the reaction, the anaphylactic reaction is quite low and it's quite safe. And so there's a phase where you give, um, uh, first day we give liquid peanuts in a solution. And then after they finish day one, they go, go home on peanut capsules. Uh, thanks to UJ and your, the compounding center, that we were able to rely on highly, you know, uh, reliable amount of protein capsules, powder form, and it's eat, uh, that, take that home with them and, and then do their process. About 24 weeks, they go through the capsule process. And after that, uh, they transition into actual peanuts. 
one peanut, two peanut, three peanuts every two weeks. Uh, and so uh, once they go to the peanut, hit the peanut stage, I see a lot of parents, there's a significant milestone during the process. Mm -hmm. um, they're actually able to eat peanuts. And I see a lot of moms that, especially moms, all, you know, they tear, they cry, because they, uh, they're so happy, but they can't believe their child's eating peanuts and, and they're fine. And so, uh, and then when they graduate eight, uh, eight grams a day, and it just, it's, it's just life-changing, significant life-changing for the family, because they no longer have to worry about having anaphylaxis when they go out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is a classic, pretty much everybody that does. That's this great. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Now, what about, uh, what would you say to a parent who is listening to this and is just undecided and just is uh, unsure and maybe even worried about that might have an anaphylactic reaction or something? What would you say to that parent um, about this uh, therapy? Yeah. So, you know, it's, again, okay, it's, it's safe. Um, this Data on OIT has been done, uh, there's robust data out there uh, for the past decade in research centers and among the private allergists, both for OIT. Uh, the safety um, uh, is something that they shouldn't worry about too much. And um, uh, we go through the process with them uh, day by day. And, um, you know, it's, you know, it's um, anxiety provoking process, of course, but, uh, uh, I think it's a life-changing event. And what we do is that we do have what's called, uh, we have consultation before this began the EYT program. And we go through the process in very detail. Uh, we answer all the questions they have. We give them handouts to read about OIT. And so it's, it's, uh, it sets parents' mind at ease in terms of what, what they have to worry about. Okay. There are some considerations, by the way, with OIT. And that is that people should know uh, when you dose peanut uh, food dosing, you cannot exercise one hour for two hours after dosing. The exercise can cause high risk anaphylaxis. Uh, you have to dose with a full stomach or after a meal. And um, you have to skip when you are ill with illness or viral illness. But uh, those are easy, easy to um, uh, control. And uh, uh, those are some considerations that uh, parents may want to consider because you may limit some sports activities in some cases. Okay. Well, uh, Dr. Kim, thank you very much for sharing this information uh, with our viewers um, and going through the whole process of how this therapy takes place. If someone wants to uh, make a consultation with, uh, with you, how would they uh, reach you or where can they reach you or contact you? Sure, uh, they can call our office at 703-378-5155. Uh, uh, my name is Theodore Kim. You can Google, we're on Google, if you type in Google, uh, Allergy Partners Northern Virginia and uh, make your first appointment uh, as a new patient. And we'll establish uh, at the first visit whether uh, the, the severity of allergies uh, of the peanuts or other foods. And after that, uh, you go through another process uh, of that full um, uh, consultation for OIT only. What they do, in those, that appointment, what they do is I uh, spend up to one hour face-to-face -face with parents and the patients. 
go through all the paths of wire in very detail so that they have all the information they need before deciding on uh, going forth with this treatment. Okay, well, we're gonna make sure that the contact information is in the description of the video and the podcast. Um, I also wanna make a disclaimer that this information today presented to you is just for information purposes only, not for treatment or diagnosis. And I am Jay Gill and I can be reached at the Compounding Center in Leesburg and my email address is j at compoundingcenter.com. Feel free to reach out to me for any comments or questions. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Kim. Thank you very much.